Let's make it happen. My name is Trini. This is... I'm Savannah. And welcome to our podcast. We have a special guest this week who will uh, introduce himself. Yo, this is Chance Love. Chance Love. Chance Love. Fresh out of Memphis. Here to move to Nashville. Freshman at Tennessee State University. Is there... Representing the Whitehaven Tigers. <laughs> I'll tell you right now... Um, Whitehaven High School Tigers. I will say when I went to college, I never touched any high school apparel again. For real? Yeah. Why? Unless it's cool. Is it cool at TSU to wear your high school stuff? Or is, it, is everyone wearing their high school stuff? I don't know. I don't really pay attention like that, boy. I wouldn't wear my high school stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, that, so this just in is the last day Chance is ever wearing this shirt. <laughs> Just do it. Tigers just don't wear it. All right. Basically, you're wearing a big name on your forehead saying freshman. (laughs) I just came here two weeks ago. I'm new here. Uh, But he is. He's new here and he's new on the podcast. So we're excited to have you. Uh, We have a lot to talk about. You're actually the first formal guest host on the podcast that we've had. We've had a few people pop their heads in. Uh, yep. And make a comment, but we've not actually had anybody sit down with us, so we're really excited. Yeah, so I mean, fill in when you fill in when you want to, fill in when you can. But it's still my show. It's <laughs> it's He's the show. queen, and we're the sorry people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good, all good. All right, so we got um, the last couple weeks that have just happened in the world of college football. Whoo! What a last two can weeks! Can you please pull up? our projections for the season. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, I already know I'm 2-0 and so far. I do know that about myself. So, we can just go ahead and get started with Tennessee and everything that they have accomplished. So, Ball State, great first showing of the season. Uh, we kind of saw that one coming. We beat them by, what, 40? I think it's <laughs> 40, 40, 50. <laughs> so, it, it was, that was that was good and, and definitely expected. I think Hidden Hooker... Uh, was um, He's uh, got the sack for the game starting yeah. starting in like the the third quarter halfway through the third quarter so uh, that was expected. Tennessee is doing great. Um, so we'll, we'll skip past that. That was that was a win last week versus Pitt. If you know historically, Tennessee has not done well against non conference, especially uh, non conference Power Five teams. So let's just put it that way: non conference Power Five teams. I remember back in 2013, we got destroyed by Oregon uh, uh, in their house. Uh, we lost to Oak. We then we went on the, for the next few years. Uh, lost to Oklahoma twice. Um, lost to Pitt last year. We lost to BYU a couple years ago. I remember that one. <laughs> Was um, not good. <laughs> so the, these non-conference, um, sorry, these non-SEC teams. Uh, non-conference was right. Yeah. Am I you saying that? Yeah, you had it right. Non-conference, conference is SEC. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so. you, you had it right the first time. Non- I was giving these, you props. Yeah, appreciate it. These non-conference teams were de- are definitely a pain for the balls. And also, um, comeback wins. Like, that, that's just like in, in college football, like, Comeback wins are, are, are fun. They're exciting. Uh, the balls have a few that I've, that I've witnessed, um, uh, uh, but definitely wanted to make that one happen with this past week against Pitt. We were down 10-0. We finally scored a touchdown. We, 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 went, we went down 10-0 fast, actually. 
Well, we, it was like the, you know, it was the revenge tour. You lost to them last year yeah. in your house. Now you go to their house. You got to upset them. Hendon Hooker found his his balance with the offense. I don't even think Hendon Hooker played against Pitt last year. It was uh, your other guy. He came in in the second half. Did he? Okay. Yeah. I mean, so he got a little bit of a feel for him, but he and wasn't your almost, starter. almost won the game for us, honestly. If he started the game, we would have won. Well, that's, that's what everyone said. That's what flipped the switch when yeah. they realized, uh, realized well, listen, yeah, Joe we Milton's not our starter. <laughs> Hendon we Hooker have made is. a mistake. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we picked the wrong guy. All right, let's reevaluate and uh, Joe Milton sit down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe Milton was the wrong pick for the job. Hendon Hooker went in. You know, he got a feel for it. But then this year, you go to their stadium. You travel. There was a good amount of ten. I saw some Tennessee Orange in the stadium. Oh, we traveled well. Yeah, you traveled well. It was like the revenge tour. And they performed and they showed up and they delivered. Yeah, we went. So we both had them get in the win and they they came through on that. We did. We did. Yeah, yeah. We, we we went into overtime, tied 27-27. Tennessee had the ball first in overtime. Uh, got that touchdown to uh, um to Cedric Wilson. Why did I say Cedric Wilson? Cedric. Cedric. Cedric Tillman. Tillman. <laughs> Cedric Wilson is Cowboys. And we time. won't even Remember? talk about Cowboys players messing me up in the draft. That's a whole nother story. Savannah Woods, you've heard it here first. You may not have heard it here first. I don't care, but I'm reiterating. I will never draft another Cowboys player in my fantasy <laughs> hold on, team. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to Mark that. We'll get to that. these words. All right, back to Tennessee football. <laughs> we'll get to that. Chance, we'll get to that. I mean, well, what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> I'm not drafting a cowboy. Hold on. No, we ain't talking about the, we're not talking about the Cowboys today. We're here to talk about the volunteers. I mean, we can talk and... about the Cowboys, too. I've been screwed over time and time again, and I've had it to the wits. Okay, we're done. Yeah. I won't draft another. And I, and you're with me on this one. You, yeah, you won't no, mess with no. it. Okay. Ch- but Chance, you're a Cowboys fan, are you not? No. No. Signed, sealed, delivered no. with a no. Oh, no. Isn't your, isn't no. your mama a Cowboys fan? Yeah, my mama and my dad. Yeah. So but. you just you're just a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> he like, didn't like, sell like, anything like, out. Like, he he made his own decision reason. for himself. That's called independence. Yes, independency. Right, right. You see that? Independence. <laughs> Growing up for some growth reason, mindset. I like the Steelers. All right. The I mean, Steelers. I don't support that either. But. Not, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so you're a sellout, and you're a sellout with the Steelers. That's the team you want to pick? <laughs> Not no more. I think Shame on you. Oh, now you're playing the Bills. Suddenly the Buffalo came okay. out of the woodwork. Okay, okay, hold Buffalo. on. Clearly this we got man. A little bit, we got a little bit of a bandwagon fan going on over here. So I'm picking Clearly up. this man is, is confused. He's come a long way. A lot of traveling over the past couple of weeks. Moving. You, you, your brain is fried from, from, brain is fried from college classes. We'll ask again in a couple weeks. Yeah, about we'll, we'll circle back when we have you as a two-time guest. Um, he, guys, he came to Nashville, and he's had a change of heart about everything. So just let him figure it out. Uh, all right, all right. We kid, we okay. kid. But back to, to, to round out Tennessee. Back Let's to round out Tennessee. So um, we're 2-0. Uh, Joe Milton did come in uh, against, um, against Ball State. It looks good, actually. He looked. He looked. As he looked a second decent. string. Yeah, he looked pretty decent as a second string coming in there. He looked good against, <laughs> like, and people want to say like, oh, it's against Ball State, but he like he he looked bad against um, Bowling Green a year ago, right? So it's uh, it was it was good to see like if if anything would happen down down the road, like if someone were to get hurt, 
Like, I, I have a little bit more trust in Joe Milton until he pulls some of that stuff that he did last year. But we'll see what happens. Don't yeah. let two quarters dictate trust. You'll get your heart <laughs> broken again. That's called false hope. <laughs> he, he, he did look better than, than what they were saying. Like, we was at the watch party. Oh yeah, it was an announcement. Like, so, so like we're sitting there, right? We're watching the game. Everyone's just kind of conversating. Just, we're just, at Jordan's. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we're just talking, right? We're talking, talking, talking because like the game's a blowout. We're just like, okay, yeah, balls. We had a couple of the games on too. Then you just hear Joe Milton's coming in. <laughs> Joe Milton. <laughs> Everyone comes running to the TV like, okay, let's let's watch this man. Let's watch this man to make sure that if if, he, if he's improved, if we if we have any kind of uh, uh, security in the second string, and uh, it, it looked all right. And I think I think the third string came in too later on in the game. So um, if I remember correctly, but by that point I was checked out. But yeah, um, well, well, good show out first two good, games. First two, two games. and zero. Uh, who do you have this coming week? We have oh the the powerhouse powerhouse. The city of Akron. Akerns. <laughs> yeah, Akron. We. Akerns, Akron. We 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 got we have the we have the city of Akron coming in. Wow. To to play the Volunteers in Neyland Stadium, this Saturday. I wonder how many people are in the city of Akron, and if it's less than what fits in Neyland. I don't know, but then they sell out. They they're close. So, well, really? I, I, either either they sold out, but I just know I do know two days ago they announced there were only a thousand tickets left. Uh, people are wondering why 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 are they one Tennessee fans are amazing. They're number one in the world, right? We're gonna show up for our team. Fans. They got a good fan. And base. two, I think it's really surrounding that it's a seven p.m. kickoff game. Oh, so first night it's the game first at night home. game of the season mm-hmm. uh, where the kickoff's gonna be dark. It's gonna be nighttime. Um, like I think our opener was started at six, and that was like a couple weeks ago. So it was kind of still daytime. Right now, anyway, now you're two and zero. You beat a big time contender, Pitt. We hit. We, yeah. we beat Pitt. You, you got the night game. It's all the hype that starts to roll yeah. when you get into three, four, five weeks. You're about to hit SEC play. People are, are everyone, getting in the mojo. And, and you know our game opener was a little bit. Uh, it was still daytime. Still daytime when mm-hmm. kickoff happened. Mm-hmm. When they open the team, the team runs out. So they didn't do what we saw last year. If, uh, when we like went the to, lights. We went yeah. to that Ole Miss game, and when they opened the tee, they did the whole glowing tee, and mm-hmm. oh, beautiful! It was beautiful. So I'm, 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 I'm sure that's what they're trying yeah. to. That's that's what everyone's trying to see this time. So, yeah. Well, uh, and apparently the whole city of Akron is coming out because the whole city of Akron. I mean, there, there, there's not a lot. <laughs> that's of who them. makes well, up their team. How many people? It's all it's all it's all high schoolers <laughs> the that have grew, grown up down the street from. The University of Akron. How many? Uh, how many people can fit in Neyland Stadium? One hundred one thousand. It's nine. It's it's changed because we we upgraded bigger, the stadium. Right? No, yeah. it's it's smaller now. It used to be one hundred two thousand four hundred fifty five. I do know that. Now it's one hundred one eight hundred one hundred one nine hundred. It's like boxes or something. Oh uh, no, we have a new jumbotron. We have a new like party deck. It's it's pretty so cool. So we took seats out. We for we took out bleachers seats. for like lounge seats and uh in like the the. The um, west side of the stadium. But. Didn't they upgrade okay. the seats like the? Yeah, the, they upgraded the yeah, seats they, in the, nice. on the west on the west gotcha. side nice. west side line. Well, I mean, yeah, you can almost fit the entire population of Akron in uh, in the stadium. The population is one hundred ninety thousand, so you're you could fit the majority of Akron in your whole stadium. 
It's what I'm getting at. Half of them got to stay at home. I mean, uh, more than half. You could fit. You're not quite at three-fourths, but (laughs) you're over halfway in the city of Akron fitting into the stadium, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, we're... we're, So that's the old number. Yeah, so it's That's the old number. Mm -hmm. It's not 102,455 anymore. It went down. It went down. Yeah, they took but that's out. Okay. That's what he said. Um, but we're we we rolling into this weekend. We hope to three and zero, and then next weekend, just just I mean, just secured my tickets today. Florida, Tennessee, that is an announced sellout. Yeah. Uh, three thirty kickoff game. Next, I, next I already have heard that the only seats that are available, because uh, I have some Tennessee fans that I work with that are talking about it, were like five six hundred dollars. What's if left the, for resale? No. That's not true. I mean, that's I what, that's at the what app I've today. heard. That's because, that's because they're bougie. I looked at the app today. You can get a ticket at the top bowl in the corner. Okay, who wants for, to sit at the top? A, a, if you're going to go to a matchup like this. So like, you can see on. the play? All right. Send me the picture of where your seats are and get back to Oh, it's, it's nowhere close to there. I'm in the lower bowl. But. Yeah, because you're bougie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, my tickets are worth $600. My point exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the seats that people actually want to pay for are quite expensive, but I, I think we'll have to dissect, uh, that's good to know it's coming up. We'll, on next week leading into that game, we'll really dissect that matchup, but exciting stuff for Tennessee. Um, we're both two and oh in our predictions on Tennessee season and, and we'll report back, uh, to flip it over to Ole Miss. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you got one more thing? I got one more thing. Got one more thing. Because one thing I tweeted earlier this season is that I'm planning out my outfits. I was planning them out in my head. Mm -hmm. I tweeted you back. Um, I think I got my my outfit for the Florida game. I think it's going to be fresh. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm not going to announce it today. I'm not going to announce it today. I'm going to do a selfless plug instead. Instagram plug, at I am Trini. Go follow me. I'll post the fit there. Can we at least get a hint of the fit? So that people know there what... There will be orange like, involved. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, my prediction, uh, I, I tweeted Trenny back when he was uh, being, once again, a queen uh, about his outfits uh, <laughs> um, and planning them. And I said I would really like to bring back the checkered overalls. So that's my prediction that he's going to bring back and you know wear some cool kicks with it. Uh, we'll see if I'm right or if I'm wrong, but... Chance, any predictions on the Trini outfit before we move on? I mean, you can't go wrong with the overalls. You can't. I just, it's, I have a feeling it's, like a, it's gonna be something, yeah, dramatic. Going, <laughs> wear a uh, dog suit. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Smokey. Yes. Yeah, I do have a Smokey onesie. I do have one. You have a Smokey. The dog a onesie. onesie. Yeah, yeah, it's a onesie. But he wouldn't say that if he was going to wear that because he wouldn't oh, give it away. Okay, so, so he's not wearing dogs. the smoky onesie. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe, no. maybe the game against Alabama. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Catch, catch me, catch me on Instagram. Catch, catch the fit. Come check me out. All right. <laughs> Your boy's gonna be fresh. <laughs> Find him. It'll be hard to miss in the checkered overalls, folks. <laughs> um. All right. Switching gears into Ole Miss. I'll. I'll keep it short. I'll keep it simple. We're also 2-0. Uh, we're both dead dead on on our predictions. 
We have our first road game this weekend at a neutral site in Atlanta, even though I wouldn't call it neutral because we play Georgia State. So <laughs> um, I love when they do stuff like that. When we play like, Georgia, oh, not Georgia State, or Georgia, Georgia Southern. Tech. Georgia Tech, is it Georgia Southern? Tech. tech. All right, I Georgia messed tech. that all up. Either way. I don't know if you want to play Georgia Southern. They, they're, they're, on a high, they're on a high horse right now, you know? Georgia Southern is taking off. <laughs> you know, who they beat last week? Nebraska. Oh, that's, that's right. That's the team that beat Nebraska. But no, you're playing Georgia Tech, so yeah, sorry, safe. We're playing, you're, you're safe. We're you're playing safe. Georgia Tech. Uh, we call it a neutral site. Would not consider that neutral. Flashback to the time, we also had a neutral site in 2016, as they claimed, uh, neutral. And it was in Orlando, which is 14, 15 hours from Oxford. And we played Florida State. Who basically had home field advantage and beat us, even though it was a neutral site. So I'm kind of over these like neutral site road games. I don't know what kind of deal Ole Miss has signed with Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta, but we play there every single year for one game. So we clearly have signed some sort of agreement. Um, we, <laughs> no, we, I mean, like, why, why the hell else would we go to this stadium? Why are I'm you like, making these uh, <laughs> outrageous claims? But why would we go, like, why would we play there then? What, what would be the draw if we didn't have some type of contractual agreement? Because we played there against Louisville last year. Then we played there, like, I don't get why we would keep going back there if we didn't have something drawing us back. Nobody likes traveling to Atlanta. No Ole Miss fan wants to go to a game in Atlanta. I don't even want to go back to the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'm so burned after 2014. Wow, someone's a hater. Well, but like these random, oh, let's go Someone's play. not a true fan. I was I was Someone's I was not there. a true fan. I was there, but I don't true like True fans that. will just show up and cheer on their team wherever they are. And where were you at the uh, bowl game this year for Tennessee? Huh? Where were you at Tennessee's bowl game when they went this past year? No, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, that true fans travel. True, true fans no, go No, that's not what I said. Is. I said true fans will cheer them on wherever they go. So I if you have the finances. I didn't say I wasn't cheering them if on. If you have the finances to go see your team, sure. I did not have the finances. Nobody said I wasn't to cheering go on see all this. Tennessee. Wait, wait, hold on. Pause. Actually, I let me let me backtrack. I was at the bowl game because I was at Na- here in Nashville. <laughs> suck, my, suck, suck my toes. <laughs> Yeah. He couldn't even remember he was at the <laughs> game, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, it was forgotten because we lost. <laughs> but um, it was actually I, here in Nashville. It was right up the street. <laughs> I never home. said. I never said I wouldn't cheer them on. And I also traveled to like the past three games we played in Atlanta. So I've been there. I just the point is. Ole Miss fans don't want to go hang out in Atlanta, so why do we keep going back if we didn't have some sort of, like, agreement in place? Because this is, like, the third or fourth year in a row we've played a game, a random game in Atlanta. I went to the one last year. My whole point is, if we're going to play Georgia Tech, let's just bring them home. Let's not play them in Atlanta. Uh, But it is what it is, so we play them. Uh, I think we got the dub there. We'll be 3-0. Um, the last two weeks, the biggest thing going on in Ole Miss football, defense looked great for the first time in a long time, thank God. But we are trying. We were trying to figure out who our starting quarterback is. We've kind of had this battle between Jackson Luke Altmaier and Jackson Dart. They both Dart, had, like, equal stats last week against Central Arkansas, but that's Central Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. And um, Dart transferred in from um, USC. USC. 
And then Altmeyer came in as a true freshman with Ole Miss last year when Matt Corral went out in the Sugar Bowl. He actually finished the Sugar Bowl for us. So he does have play times in a bowl game, but um, they haven't, to my knowledge, announced who our true starter is going to be. But I think after the performance we saw over the last two weeks and, and Coach said he was going to let each of them start one, you know, kind of non-we-know-we're-going-to-win game. Mm-hmm. So Jackson Dart started uh, – the first week, Altmeyer started last week, just based off what I saw with both of them because then they flip-flopped at half. I think Dart will be our formal starter. Um, and moving forward, that's who will play as a starter the rest of the season. So I think it'll be Dart in uh, the game this weekend. Nice. Well, good, good luck. Good luck. I was, I was just pulling up this picture here because um, that's from uh, when we played Georgia Tech in 2017. And was it a- I was trying to show you, like, Georgia Tech fans, they they – there's a few of them. I mean, they're they're right there in town, yeah, so it. It, it won't be it'll be like a home game. Is the atmosphere? I mean, different? yeah. I mean, you're playing in where the Falcons play, so like yeah. a super look, dome. Look at this it's huge. beautiful stadium. The the it is stadium nice. itself yeah. is nice, but like, it's just it's five hours away. We're playing a blowout team. Mm-hmm. We will travel, but. My point is, like, nobody, nobody wants, wants to travel to Atlanta. <laughs> like, we would, I think people would rather travel to, like, an SEC opponent. Are you scared of Atlanta? Scared of the city limits? No, I just think people are over Atlanta. Like, we've traveled there every year for, like, the past four years. Give something else a try. Why do we keep going back? I don't get it, but we're playing there and we'll see. I think we play there again next year. Uh, I'll double check who it is on our calendar, but I we have to have something. I I can't. I wouldn't be able to get to the bottom of it if not. So that's on Ole Miss. Um, Are we both two and zero for Ole Miss? Yeah, we're yes. both two and zero. I didn't say y'all would lose the to Central Arkansas, did you? In the SEC. They're, they're ranked number five in the SEC. Yes, sir. Ole Miss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you mention Tennessee's ranking? Power ranking? Why not? Well, we're both Freaking in the top three. Tennessee is number three in the SEC. Let's go. Yeah. Well, See, that's, mean, what, that's what I wanted to hear. I love it. Both in the. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Both in the Appreciate top you, five. Bro. Both in the top five in the SEC. Both in the top twenty-five nationwide. So yep. good things going for both programs. Make or break games will be coming up, but we can hopefully at least get into SEC play. 3-0, and 4-0, and you know, before we, we see. Here's, here's what I hate about, like, uh, all these rankings and everything. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you can be hyped about Tennessee and, and great, great. And I hope we do well this season. But do you see what – did you see what happened when Florida beat, I guess, not so – not that so good Utah – and bumped them from unranked to number, I think, 13 in the nation after week one. Yeah. I bumped mean, them all the way up, right? Realized that was a fluke. <laughs> They're like, oh, crap. <laughs> Guess they aren't that good. Yeah. And they, they kind of got overhyped after week one. And maybe maybe week two was a fluke, too. Anyway, these rankings are just, like, bogus for, like, the first few weeks. It's really hard until you get into, like, week five, week six, right? October play, till you know who's going to come out on top. And I think there's a couple... Big upsets we have to bring up from last week, week two. Um, that's what I was getting at. So yeah. I, I, I'm here. So that's what I was getting at. Where I want to make a a uh, public uh, argument <laughs> for App Appalachian State. They need to be ranked number thirteen in the nation what? <laughs> after beating number six in the nation, Texas A&M. Right? 
That's what Florida sense. did. It makes more sense. That's what Florida did. I mean, game day's going there, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Flo- Florida beat the number seven. Well, I think Utah was number seven, and they bumped them to number 13. Appalachian State, they're 2-0. and They beat number six in the nation. They're not even ranked. You know, I think it's janky on the rankings. All I'll say I'm is, just saying. is is game day's going there, but the more important thing Bring is in our bet is going to get paid out way sooner than 2025, and that's what I'm here for and what happened there. Uh, chance just to fill you in, I don't know if you've listened to last season, but Trini and I made a live bet on the podcast. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, you know, his contract's through 2025. I said overrated, overpaid, under delivery will be canned before 2025. Trini thinks he'll make it. I mean, he just is number six, had the number one recruiting class of all time, of all time, and got beat by App State. You think he's making <laughs> it for I, what they're paying him to twenty twenty? And that's what I'm no saying. That's what, that's what that's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. That, that, now, now we're getting back to my argument. That's what, App State needs to be ranked. <laughs> they need to be ranked a lot higher than because they beat the almighty. Jimbo Fisher. That was, I that mean, was the, uh, they need to be, right, they, well, I think they need to be number Jimbo. one in the nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put them up there. App State. App State. App State, number one. You heard it from Trini. They beat some real talent, real coaching. Like, and you cool. also heard that uh, I'll be getting paid soon because there's no way Jimbo yeah. makes it. I mean, he, he already, right there, you lose to App State. You haven't even entered SEC play. You're on week two. Ain't no way you're seeing the New Year's Six. You're not going to the Natty. That's what they're paying him for is they want a national championship. If he doesn't deliver, he's out, and I think they're already in scrambles. Uh, I He definitely won't make it. I stand by my call last season. <laughs> You don't what? think he can just go the, I don't know, 13? Well, not 13, one, uh, uh, 11 and 1? <laughs> no, no, he won't go 11 and 1. What's the rest of their schedule look like? I mean, they have everyone in the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they got the, the rest, oh, Hold on. Hold they on. have everyone, everyone in the SEC West. Everyone calm West. down. <laughs> calm down, bro. And then, and then think about the confidence of the team, of the team after they switched the, the, yeah. the, the game being televised. Like, Okay. Oh, yeah, they were going to college game yeah, day in, yeah, in yeah, college, college station, and they, they said changed they, they changed it. Changed and they went to the team. They went to the city that beat them. Yeah. <laughs> they get, they're headed to North Carolina. gave it right to them. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, that team's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right, then they got, shortly after, Jimbo will make it. Too. Oh, yeah, they got number 13, nice. number 13 Miami, number 10 Arkansas, Mississippi State. They, yeah, they have everyone Houston, in the West. Bama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, UMass, yay, <laughs> and then LSU. Yeah, they have yeah. everyone in the West, Florida, South Carolina, and Miami. They're screwed. Yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> <laughs> they, they're, they're done. Yeah, yeah, they're done, they're done. So, um, anyways, I'll tune back in on that when I when I get paid because Shimba's gone. <laughs> well, let's talk about Notre Dame. Can I pay you in, like, cheese? No. <laughs> Hundred dollars of charcuterie just, board cheese. Just start saving charcuterie now. Boards, charcuterie board cheese. Start saving now. I will not accept. Cash only. <laughs> Cash only? <laughs> not even Venmo. Must be real paper. <laughs> Make you go to the ATM. Just <laughs> Um No, let's I I do want to talk about Notre Dame though. Let's like I really liked the guy that stepped in. There he was what, the defensive coordinator became 
head coach. I thought, like, they did a preview on him week one, and I really like him as a person. I was excited to see what he would do, and then they've just totally, like, botched <laughs> the last two weeks. Uh, any thoughts there? You sure you don't, don't just like his wife? I don't even know who his wife is. Some model. Oh, she just looks like a model. They have, like, you know they have, like, seven kids. <laughs> Good for six, them. seven kids. Good for them. That's, that's the next recruiting class right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's true Catholic mentality. <laughs> Keep it in the family. <laughs> it's, it's choked up. <laughs> um, no, this, this, the first, first note of them goes to go 0 and 3, start off not very good. And then you got to cheer them on. And. You know, it's, I'm sure, pretty sure it's a lot of pressure for them, you know, being at Notre Dame, a huge, huge storied program. And then you also have him being a black head coach, right? Yeah. And he, you got, got the black community cheering him on, and he's out here starting 0-3, embarrassing the hell out of him. I, I do. I really um, I really liked him, and I like I like his story and the way he came up, and they did a big feature on it. So I was excited to see what he would do, and he had already been in the program, but they they got to pull it together. They he gonna be gone quick too. He, um, you know, they're firing everybody. They already got Scott Frost up there. Exactly what I was about to lead into. But that was that was a lot of things yeah. leading up to that. I mean, yeah, yeah, we we were anticipating his name popping up on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chance, Chance, what are your thoughts on this this situation, Scott Frost? It's funny because I didn't even I didn't even know I didn't even, I don't keep up with Nebraska. I just saw Nebraska fires Scott Frost. I'm like, <laughs> what do you do? He lost to Georgia Southern. Oh yeah. Well, and <laughs> he, he lost he lost to somebody else too, and then he, he lost, lost to Northwestern. Yeah, that's right. Well, and then he lost uh... a team he beat by fifty last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's not been good. And the crazy part, like I'm sure y'all have seen all over Twitter, is that they could have just waited like two more weeks to buy him out for yeah, like for half seven the million. price. Yeah, yeah. Instead of fourteen million, seven million, two weeks, they weren't they weren't playing with it. They're like, this guy's so bad, we'll give him an extra seven million to just get away. I mean, if if I was him, if I was him, I wouldn't say I wouldn't have a problem with it, but. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting paid to lose. Like, he, he, I don't know. Like, the decisions that they make to fire coaches, I wonder if it's like a whole process or is it just like. No, it's just oh, listening oh, to the fans and the let's, boosters, let's, let's and it's like it comes from money, and it's like, I'm not supporting this anymore. And people are, it's just the world we live in. It's kind of like the same thing about like people, uh, um, just, just the world we live in now. Like, there's no like, there's no like long term anything anymore. People jump from job to job all the time. People <coughs> quit. Uh, like, I know I'm a manager. Like, I, I, my job. Like, people, people, people just leave jobs for no reason. Uh, and and people just want to find something new. Um, same thing goes with like what's your your entertainment that you're uh, that you're in, indulging in, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're always on Twitter. We're we're just going, 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 going. We're always moving to the next big, sh- the next the next show that's on Netflix. The next, yeah. and then so when so when like that that show ends, you move on to the next one. So when this when the show ends uh, for the coach, it's like no loyalty for that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no nah, man, that the show's over. Yeah, you got to go. And then everyone then everyone just builds up on it. There's more and more people jumping on that train, and then. 
unfortunately you gotta leave and this stuff like uh, I guess jumping back to like coaches and like why they fire like it's it's wild like uh, what's been talking about all week is that Jimbo Fisher has the same um, uh, record as Texas A&M, Texas A&M's prior head coach. Yeah, he's right? not done any better, and they're paying him way and more. Actually, one one game worse record in the first fifty games. Yeah, and they're paying him, I think, like millions more than. Yeah, they did coach something I mean, wrong. Yeah, they they're paying him a ridiculous amount, Jimbo, to have the to produce the same amount, which is why. Again, I that backs my point of I don't think he'll last when they're up to the pay and he's still not delivering and is not doing any better than the last guy they canned. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, the the jumps, the changes. Uh, we're only in week two and we've already seen a lot of upsets. <laughs> yeah. We've already seen coaches getting fired. We've seen some some wild card stuff. So I'm just excited. I mean, if this is anything of how this season's gonna go, I think we're in for a good one. College football-wise across the board. Um, I'll end on this on the Scott Frost thing, but I saw a great meme. I don't know if you guys caught the special that uh, is about all of the guys that, like, Nick Saban, like, saved in their careers because he, like, really targets specific people who've been, like, fired, but they're really good at one thing or maybe they didn't deliver here. And, like, that's how he'll get people on his staff. And so I saw a meme uh, that was, like – Scott Frost, next uh, Alabama analyst. Because, like, those are the types of people that, like, Saban goes after. Hey, that's what Butch Jones did. He was, yeah. a, he was an intern there for three years. There was a special. Intern analyst, whatever they called him. There was a special, like, highlight feature on ESPN last week that the, I guess they showed, like, before one of the games. And it literally was that. It was, like, it was interviews with Butch Jones, Kiffin, um, the the guy who's now stepping in to be Nebraska's head coach, um, like all these guys that had been head coaches that got fired like on the spot from their places and like mm-hmm. Kiffin saw something in them that they could deliver on. Or not Kiffin, excuse me, um, Saban. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and he like brings them back in, but he brings them in as like analysts. And then like they're <laughs> getting, they go from making millions of dollars as head coaches uh, down to, I think they said they made $35,000 a year as an Alabama analyst. But they basically, like, all of them were talking about how grateful they were to Nick Saban because he took them at, like, their lowest point, and he's done that historically for, like, eight, nine, ten different coaches. And then now they're all head coaches again. Like, he brought yeah. them back and was really good at siloing that area. Um, so the meme was, like, he's going to be the – Frost will be the next analyst at Alabama <laughs> – um, but honestly, not a not a stretch. You, in the and next not two a bad years, gig, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a win win for Saban like that. It's it's like he he gets a head coach perspective from somebody that's not a head coach, right? But then again, they still you know they still well, and he picks them up when they're down when no one else is giving them a shot, and yeah. so they're like really ready to bring all that energy forward. I'll send y'all the the video that they did where they interview Nick Saban and like some of the coaches that he did that process for Mm. and what they had to say it was only like a 15 minute little espn feature but it was really good um so we'll see maybe that guy's prediction is going to be right but uh i think that's all i got so we all got a tennessee Ole miss getting the dubs this coming weekend and we'll end on a high huh yeah yeah Uh, yeah and on a a high huh a high huh high huh everyone end on a high huh where you from the south Sounds like sounds like Wisconsin. <laughs> Hi, huh? <laughs> it's like a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you have Canadian in your family? Donut? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be part of myself. Uh, I, actually, I actually do not, so I have no idea. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, cheers, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> good show, good show. Good show. I got hot up in here.